God, we stand before you once again this week, Lord, to honor you with these commandments, to come and study the Ten Commandments, God, that we may be able to live them out now that you live in us, God. So I pray that you would bless your word, God. Lord, may the word of God transform the people of God by the power of the Spirit of God, Lord, as he works in us. So anoint this time, and we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I came across this. It's uh, someone, this mother, this mom wrote this, and this is the mom's Ten Commandments. So listen to this. So commandment number one, she writes, I am your mom. I suffered a lengthy and excruciating ordeal to have you, so you will accept me as your mom. Uh, commandment two is, you will not have no other mom beside me. And she writes, I don't care how much nicer you think every other mom is on this planet. You're stuck with me. <laughs> commandment three, you shall not take the name of your mother in vain. And then she says, you better not swear at me or disrespect me. Commandment four, remember the Sabbath. And then she says, give me a break. Commandment five, honor your father and mother. Notice how I included dad here. Commandment six, you shall not kill. And she writes, when you suffer for the consequences of the choices you made, you cannot have murderous thoughts toward me. Commandment seven, you shall not commit adultery. And then she writes, if you know what that is, you're grounded for life. <laughs> Commandment eight, you shall not steal. She writes, it means that what's mine is mine. You cannot take my things and try to pretend I never had them. I know it was there yesterday. Commandment 9, you shall not bear false witness. She says, stop blaming your brother. I know is you. And commandment 10, you shall not covet your neighbor's house. And she says, do well in school. Get into college, get a good job, and buy a bigger house so I can move in and live in it with you. <laughs> well, the thing is, the mom should not really have to have a list to put upon their children because the child should honorably know that they should live out the fifth commandment. So this morning, I've titled our message, Honor Your Parents Honorably. Honor your parents honorably. Let's say we're going to be looking at Exodus chapter 20, verse 12 this morning, as we read the fifth commandment. And there's three things I want to cover here, and this is uh, part of our points. Number one is how this precept is obeyed. Number two, how this directs your life. And number three, how this affects society. So that's what we're going to cover. That incorporates our point. So honor your parents honorably. Let's begin with number one, how this precept is obeyed. And we're going to just look at the first part of verse 12. Once again, I'll read it for you. Verse 12, it says, honor your father and your mother. And we'll stop right there. Now, again, as we come into this verse, we know Moses has written this. But he writes it for the Lord, right? We study back in verse 1 that God spoke all these words. So this is coming from God. Moses is, is, is writing it down for them. And so 
I just want to put this into your mind once again, that this is the Lord saying it. This is the Lord's command. And so this isn't like the parents, you know, were praying real hard. God, put this in here. You know, it wasn't like the parents got together and said, Lord, we need something for us in here. No, this is God that put this in here. This commandment is part of the word of God that we highly respect and honor and that we want to obey before the Lord. So as we come into this, understand we must and we need to honor God by obeying this commandment. Now, when it says honor your parents or honor your father or mother, honor, the word there in the Hebrew is kabad. And it means actually literally add weight to, put weight upon, make heavy. So in other words, give a high value to who? Your father and your mother, to your parents who raised you, those who raised you. And, and we could include uh, not just our, our biological parents, but perhaps your Hanai parents or your grandparents, your uncle, your auntie. But those who raised you as your parents, we are to give weight to, to highly value them, to honor them for them raising you up. So here's the idea. God himself now, this is the Lord, not any parent, right? This is God himself who says, honor your parents. Now, it's been said that this commandment is what every parent likes to quote, but what every child hates to hear, right? Well, yeah, yeah, obey your parents, yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. But what, as we get into this study, I don't, I don't want you to see this verse, this commandment, as, as your mind being focused on yourself. Like, even us parents, we don't want this to like, oh, yeah, yeah, Pastor, yeah, Lord, this is perfect for my kids, right? We, we don't want to project this onto your kids, and we don't want to listen to studies like that anyway, right? When we come to church, we're not like, oh, yeah, this is for that guy. This is for this person. Yeah, it's for that guy. To justify your frustrations, to justify what you're thinking, we got to hear from the Lord for ourselves. So as we get into the study, parents, don't project it on your kids. Don't like, oh, later we're going to sit around as a family and listen to this. No, this, this, is, this is for you today. This is for you. And, and, and children, kids who are listening to this, you know what? Don't like give stink eye to your parents like, oh, you made me come church today and sit in this just because you, they knew, you knew that we we're going to talk about this. No, don't, don't make it about that. But make it about what God is saying himself. So, so you understand what I'm saying here. Hear from the Spirit. Hear from the Lord. So the first thing I want you to really receive as we get into this commandment, how this precept is obeyed, you know what? It's to live it out before God honorably. Honorably. Understand honorably that we are to honorably honor God by obeying this commandment. Now, I, I never served in the military or anything, but I came across this army code of honor, and, and it, ta it really talks about uh, living honorably in that way. Uh, the army code of honor says this, honor is a matter of carrying out, acting, and living the values of respect, duty, 
loyalty, selfless service, integrity, and personal courage. And so you hear that. You think, yeah, guys in the military, right? Uh, whatever service they're in, they, they serve with honor. They serve honorably. Well, think about that same idea as we live before God. And as we look at this commandment, we want to obey honorably in that way. I, w- I would say, hey, what, what I just read to you in the army code of honor is great. But as Christians, I would add this, to love. To love like Jesus loved. To give grace like God gives. To forgive because God has forgiven us. That's part of living honorably before God. And those things, that love has to be part of us honorably honoring God by honoring our parents. How do you like that? Honorably honor, honor. That's important, you guys, as we get into this commandment that we would live out and we would act and our attitude would be honorably done. Everything as we honor our parents. So I want to put that into your minds. First of all, how this precept is obeyed was to be lived out before God honorably. Okay, but what, what, what does that mean? Well, I'm going to give you three more things about, well, what does it mean, honor your parents? And I'm going to give you three more things. And, and the second thing is how this per- precept is obeyed is appreciate your parents. Appreciate your parents. How this precept is obeyed, appreciate your parents. Uh, here we honor, we can honor our parents by appreciating, you know what, all that they've done, right? Being thankful, appreciating them for, for all that, well, you put them through and they're patient with you, with. All that perhaps uh, they did for you, right? All the effort they put into raising you, the sacrifice, right? The, the times when they gave you their food because you were extra hungry and they went with less. All the all that they put in for you and raising you, we, how the, is this precept obeyed? Well, appreciate your parents. I read this article last September 2022. The USDA, the Department of Agriculture, put out a report. Now, they don't do this every year. I think the last time was maybe four or five years before that. But in 2022, they put out this report on the average cost of raising a child from baby to age 18. And their number was 290, no, $290,014. And that doesn't even include college expenses. That's, that's crazy. Another economic study said that with expected inflation rates, that today it will be more like $310,605. Now, if you have one child, think about that. But we had three. Yeah, we have three. And it's like, oh, three times a million dollars for all our kids? But I think about that. I think about how much, not just the money, but the time, the effort, the sacrifice, how much they put up with us, the headaches we gave them, the endless training they gave us. The end, oh, they were always there taking care of us, making sure we were fed, we were warm, we're, that we were okay, we got enough sleep. Perhaps in obedience to what God is saying here to us today, that we need to call our parents, yeah? Maybe we need to write them a letter. Maybe we need to, to take time and stop and tell them thank you and obey 
what God is saying here, and show and give them love. How this precept is obeyed? Well, live it out before God honorably by appreciating your parents. And here's a third thing. How this precept is obeyed? Accept their authority. Accept their authority. Now, in the Bible, in Ephesians chapter 6, if you want, you could, you could turn there. But Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1, it says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Now, this tells us that God has placed the parents in authority over the children. That, that, that's what God has made. This is what he has put together in the family relationship. Just as uh, we just, I just did a renewal yesterday, a, a wedding vows, and I was talking to the couple about how the wife submits to the husband, and the husband loves the wife, as Ephesians 5 talks about. And that's, that's the way God has designed marriage. Well, in the family, he's designed uh, in the family for children to obey their parents because God has given authority over the children, uh, at, at the parents now. So, that means, well, they must obey. So that's what Ephesians 6 1 says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord. Notice it says, in the Lord. In other words, uh, you, you obey your parents for the Lord, but only in those things that do not go against the Lord. So if there's something that your parents might, might say, go drink and get drunk or whatever, you know, well, that's not biblical. So you, you don't have to obey that. But in that, we have to understand the principle that God is saying is to obey your, your parents. And that's a way to honor the Lord. And then the Apostle Paul, Paul writes in verse 1 of Ephesians 6 is that this is right. You know what he's saying? This is the honorable thing to do, to obey your parents. This is what God is asking you to do. It's from God. He wants you to do that. And as we live before God, we want to obey Him, right? We, well, we don't want to just pick and choose. Well, I like this, what you say in this verse, but I don't like that. No, we want to obey God in everything because that's right. Because it's honorable to do that. So obey God by obeying your parents. Prove your faith, really, by obeying God in this fifth commandment. Honor your parents by obeying your parents. Understand partial obedience isn't obedience. Delayed obedience isn't uh, obedience either. It's really disobedience. Perhaps your disobedience in the home is bringing a lot of stress, a lot of commotion into the home. Think about that. A lot of unrest. That's not what God wants. That's not what God's plan is. No, there's a reason why he wants us to obey. And we're going to talk about some more things later. But how this precept is obeyed? By accepting their authority that God is the one that has placed them, your parents, over you. So how this precept is obeyed? First, live it out before God honorably. Uh, secondly, by appreciating your parents. Thirdly, by accepting their authority. And number four, how this precept is obeyed? You're to approach with respect. You're to approach with respect. Now, 
And there's a verse in Leviticus 19.3 that says, Every one of you shall revere his mother and father. And that means to respect them. That means to reverence and honor. That means exactly what we're seeing here in the fifth commandment in Exodus 20 verse 12. The idea is to place them in a higher position than you. And what we just talked about, God put them over you, right? So we need to respect. That's the attitude here. It's kind of like, you remember back in First Peter and what we were studying uh, uh, through when we studied through that book? And Peter was saying, hey, submit to the government authority. Submit to your boss over you, right? Wives, submit to your husbands. Remember, uh, that was what God had done in his order of things and positioning things so that there would be harmony, whether in society or at your workplace or at the home. Now, it doesn't mean that, that a wife is less value because she submits to her husband. No, it doesn't mean that at all. It's just the role, the position, the place that God has made in the order of things. And that same comes with children, that we are to approach them with sincere Respect, because God has placed them in that position. So honor your parents honorably. And you know what? That means no matter how perfect or imperfect they are, you still give respect. You respect that position, if you have to say. Uh, For God put them there. And in obeying God and respect and honor God, we respect our parents over us. Listen, this is, this is not age-specific command either. Even as adult children, we are to still respect our elderly parents. Someone said this, love your parents. We are so busy growing up, we often forget that they are also growing old. You know, part of the reason every second Saturday of the month we are involved, I'm involved with the Kula Hospital Outreach is, is to honor the Kapuna. And, and some, some of them, their, their family doesn't even come. And it breaks my heart. But I just want to go and, and, and bless them with worship and music. And I pray God would touch their hearts and their hearts would be warmed and just respecting them and honoring them. And so, you know, us, with our, if our parents are still on this planet, you know, let's, let's honor them. Let's care for them if we can. Let's be there for them. Let's, let's be in touch with them. Let's not forget to take care of our elderly parents. So, we see here how this precept is obeyed. Well, live it out before God honorably. Uh, do it by appreciating your parents, accepting their authority, and approach with this sincere respect so i hope you get the heart of that i hope you're, you you grasp the attitude that you should have that god is asking us to do this is the right thing to do this is the honorable thing to do and i know we all want to live in an honorable way we we try to do to do that in other areas of our life we do that in our other relationships with people our friends or people at school or work, we, we, we treat them with honor. We, we, we live honorably, but we need to do that in the home. And if anything, it should start right there. And if you can do it there, you can do it everywhere, really. If you don't do it at home and you do it out, out, in, out, out 
outside the home, then in a way you can, you're kind of hypocritical because it should start in the home. And I know that's the hardest place sometimes, but if you can obey God there, then God can do a work in you wherever you go that you would live that honorable life. All right, so honor your parents honorably, number one, how this precept is obeyed. Let's go to number two now, how this directs your life, how this directs your life. Now, we're going to look at the second part of verse 12 here. It says, after honoring your father and your mother, it says that your days may be long in the land that the Lord God has given you. Just want to focus in that your days may be long in uh, in that land, that your days may be long. Now, another version talks about how adds in there that it'll give you a full life. So when it talks about here, your days may be long, it's also talking about not just the quantity of life, but the quality of life. When we look at long days, not just quantity that you live long, but that means your quality of life is better too. So let's contrast that thinking about this way. A life of disobedience and sin will bring consequences. And that will possibly shorten your life. Right? I mean, parents think about, you know, we tell our children and we try and tell them, hey, don't, don't play in the street where all the traffic is, right? Why? Because there might be an accident and, oh, you get banged by a car, you could be killed, right? Don't play with fire. You know, you could, you know, there's consequences to that. You could get burned and could shorten your life in that way. Now, think about this too. I want you to ponder this. God uses this command for us to be obedient to our parents to help us to grow. And I want to give you two things. One is it trains us in self-control. Trains us in self-control. It helps us to to learn how to have self-control, to not always do what I want, but to do what is right. That's what obedience does it's training us we're we're we have a sinful nature so by default we just want to do what we like no matter no matter consequences no matter we we just we just want to do it but when we're obedient to our parents then it's helping us to learn how to have self-control so we're not always doing what we like because not but because what we want to do is not always right yeah but we're training ourselves to do what is right. And second thing, not just train us in self-control, but the second thing is it teaches us to have, have self-discipline. Self-discipline. And what I mean by that is, is self-discipline to me is when we are consistently able to regulate ourselves and keep us away from our sinful flesh. Where we can consistently do that. Where we're, we discipline ourselves. Where we're, we're in this mode. We're in, we're in this routine. Where we can consistently regulate and keep the sinful flesh in check. So you see, when we're growing up and we're, we're under our parents, you know, we're, as we're learning to obey, right? It's a learning thing, right? I mean, how many of us has really obeyed right at the start? You know, maybe a few of you are perfect people. 
But most of the time it takes a while learning and we're disciplined when, we're, you know, when, when we don't do what is, is asked of us to do. But when, as we grow up and we're learning to obey our parents, what happens with this self-control, self-discipline? We become a better person. We develop character. We become the person that God wants us to be. I mean, you ever think about, even as adults, it's like, you know, I don't like the sinful flesh. I don't like, do you remember thinking that? I don't like this direction I'm going. I don't want to be that kind of a person. So you obey God. You fight against your flesh. And so in the same manner, as we obey our parents, God is using that authority that he's given the parents in our lives for us to grow in our character. And as we grow in our character, then all of that, the self-control, self-discipline, our growth, it helps us, you know what? With the choices that we make in our life. And as we begin to do the right thing and make the right choices, then it affects, you know what? The direction of our life. So honoring your parents will be a big factor in the direction of your life. So this commandment, this is how this directs your life. Your life will turn out better in quality and quantity. Think about that. Your life will turn out better in quality and quantity. Now, back in uh, Ephesians chapter 6, after what I read to you in verse 1, Actually, in verse 2, it goes on. It says, honor your father and your mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. And what's that promise? Well, you'll have a better life in quality and quantity back in what we're studying, Exodus 20, verse 12. And then the apostle Paul writes, that it may go well with you that you may live long in the land. And so he's basically quoting Exodus 20, 12 and saying, look, this is, this is important that you follow this. Because we all understand, right? Sin, disobedience ruins our lives. The consequences of sin can destroy not only our lives, but our relationships. Our relationship with our family. It, it can ruin the quality of life. Constantly giving into the sinful flesh basically will just mess things up. Someone said this, God's principles are for preventing pain. I like that. I like that. Perhaps you're sitting there and maybe you're, you're thinking, well, you don't know my parents. You, you, you don't know what, what, what they're like. You don't know what I went through. You don't, you don't know that. How can I really honor them? Well, first of all, Jesus understands you. Just know that. He, 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 he's there for you. You're not alone in this. You, Jesus can relate, right? He was abandoned. He was treated badly. He was treated unfair treatment and all. He was hurt by, the, by one of his closest ones, one of his own, 
own disciples, right? Judas. So he understands. Hebrews 2.18 says he himself has gone through suffering and testing. So you know what? He is able to help us when we are being tested too. So first of all, just, just understand the Lord, un- uh, the Lord is there. He understands what you're going through. But secondly, we see in this commandment, again, it doesn't say that, oh, we honor them only when they're perfect, yeah? Because we know that no parent is perfect, right? Any parents here perfect? Any, anyone can raise their hands? No, no, we're not perfect. But we need to obey God, honor them, still respect them for where God has placed them above us in our life. And I'll tell you what, when you take that step to love them that way, to give grace in that way, perhaps to forgive that way, it changes you. It changes you spiritually. There's some deep works that go on inside of you. You learn what forgiveness really is. You learn what what grace really is. You learn what love really is. And if you really think deeply on this, think about what the Lord has given you. And what we received, we are to give out also. So learn to honor and obey. Learn this. So it's important that we honor your parents honorably. Well, we've seen how this precept is obeyed and how this precept directs your life. Our third heading and what we're going to see is this, how this affects society. How this affects society. Again, this last part of uh, Exodus 20, verse 12. It says, Honor your father and mother that your days may be long. And then it says, In the land that the Lord your God is giving you. Is giving you. Okay, so honoring your parents will give you this life, quality and quantity. And I want to focus in on this. In the land that the Lord is giving you. Now remember, the children of Israel are receiving this where they're at the, the base of Mount Sinai. They've been maybe three months out of Egypt. God has just delivered them from the bondage of Egypt and they're going in the wilderness. God is preparing them to live in the promised land. And that's the land that is talking about here. They have made a, a promise. They said, told the Lord, they said, God, we want to follow you. We want to be your people. So God said, okay, here's what it looks like. I'm going to start with these Ten Commandments. So as we come into verse 12, the Lord is saying basically, you know, honor your parents because when you get to the land, it's going to affect the, the land. It's going to affect the goal of where you're going to be living in. It's going to affect this nation that you're establishing in the promised land. So God is saying, honor your parents because it's going to affect that future society. It's been said, society goes as the family goes. And I think that's true, right? How we relate to our parents is how we respond to other people. And how we respond to other people is how it makes 
our society out to be. I mean, no wonder God was serious. I mean, super serious. And later in Deuteronomy 21, 18, Moses writes that, that if, if you don't obey your father and mother, even after you've been chastened, even after, you know, you, you've been disciplined for it and they're teaching you and, and you know, you know, and you willfully still disobey, then in verse 21, Deuteronomy 20, 21 actually says, that rebellious person was to be stoned to death. And the verse says, to purge the evil from your midst. That was serious. I don't know. I don't think there was teenage rebellion back then, right? I mean, that was pretty serious. I mean, today that's not the law, thank God. Proverbs 30:17 says the eye that mocks the father and scorns the mom will be picked out by ravens and eaten by vultures. How oh, you yeah, like that? Yeah. Here 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 little Johnny, uh, I have a bedtime story for you. <laughs> you know, think about dream sweet dreams, but think about this as you go to bed, you know, kind of thing. But that's how serious the the Lord is in all this. Because how we respond to our parents, how we react oh, to what they would like us to do is, is training us, right? But if we don't obey, then we end up affecting society when we grow up, when we go out into society. So how this affects a society is people who honor their parents will make a better society. That's really the, the point here. So this Obeying your parents at home will affect, you know what, the world, will affect our community, will affect our state, will affect our country, will affect, affect our society. You know what I was thinking about? is in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 and 2, Paul wrote this. But understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty, for people will be lovers of self, Lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy. Now, I feel like we're living in the last days. I feel like all that's going on in the Middle East. I feel like uh, what Russia is doing. Uh, I think what happening with Iran and Turkey and there, all the pieces are coming together to fulfill the prophecy of Ezekiel 38, 39. And we're right on the edge of the rapture and then the seven years tribulation and then the Lord returning. And so I believe we are in the last days. And as Paul writes, yeah, there's times of difficulty. People lovers of themselves, yeah? We see that. Money, it's about money. Proud, arrogant, abusive. And don't we see that as was prophesied here by Paul, that many are disobedient to their parents. And with that, don't we see our society being affected in a great way? In a great way. We're, we're in these last days, you guys. I mean, it seems like to me as families fall apart, as parents are being dishonored, as society falls apart. So think about that. So what you do in your home, if you dishonor your parent, 
it's going to affect, you know what, you as you go out and live in the world. But let me give you one more thing before we close. Ultimately, you're honoring your parents and learning how to do that is going to affect how you honor God. Not just the direction of your life, not just the quality and quantity, not just how, how, how society is going to turn out, but you personally, it's going to affect how you respond to God. How you respond to your parents is going to affect how you respond to God ultimately. So understand, as you're growing, and as we look at this commandment, that God is saying, look, obey your parents. Honor them in that way. Honor them. You know, it's training you to honor God also. To respect Him. To obey Him. To do what He asks. To grow in that spiritually also. Well, as we close, let's take all this to raise up and honor Give honor to those who raised us up. Yeah? God put them there. And he put them there for a reason. He put them there because we need them. We really do. We really do. I came across um, this. Some kids uh, commented on, uh, uh, or, or actually someone wrote this, about what my parents taught me. What my parents taught me. I'll close with this. Uh, it says, my, ter- my parents taught me about religion. They said, you better pray. Uh, that will come out of the carpet. <laughs> my parents taught me about logic. Because I said so, that's why. My parents taught me about stamina. You're going to sit there until all that spinach is gone. My parents taught me about anticipation. Just wait until your father gets home. My parents taught me about medicine. If you keep crossing your eyes, they'll stay that way. My parents taught me about justice. One day you'll have kids and they'll be just like you. My parents taught me about foresight. Wear clean underwear in case, of your, your, in case you're in an accident. I don't know where that came from. Well, anyway, let us realize that there's much good that our parents has passed, us, passed down to us too. There's much wisdom in that. God used them to form us into who we are today. So understand that, you guys. Be grateful. They're not perfect, but we aren't either, are we? Why we hold them to that when we're not? We're not. Don't be so proud. In that way. Let's do what God is asking us today. Let's follow this commandment. So you and I may honor your parents honorably. Honorably. Let's pray. God, thank you for this morning. And thank you for, Lord, your word once again. And I ask God that you would convict our hearts. And where we're not really obeying you in this manner. Or maybe we're neglecting, Lord. Maybe we need to call our parents. Maybe we need to tell them, I love you and I appreciate you so much. Thank you for putting up with me. Thank you 
for raising me. Thank you for doing so much. God, lead us in that way by your Spirit, Lord. Help us to love them and touch their heart and honor them in that way. God, perhaps we haven't been obedient. We've been kicking against what they want. We've been going against, Lord, them, which is really going against you. And we know, God, when we go against you and we, we, we rebel against you, that that's not a good thing. It's sin. And in that light, Lord, may we all repent before you. And may we begin to live, to do what's right, and learn to obey. God, look deep into our hearts right now. Perhaps there's things inside there, that ugliness that we've covered up, that we've justified. Because we want to be the right ones. But Lord, no one's perfect. You're the only right one. So God, forgive us our sins. And may you use what we learned today. May you use the authority of our parents. May you use what we are to be obedient to. May you use that as a tool for us to grow in our character, to grow spiritually, to grow closer to you and in our walk with you, to grow into all that you are making us into, God, to become the men and women of God you want us to be. Lord, here we are, Jesus. We want to grow. We don't want to stay the same. Lord, I look at, God, my sins and my flaws and my character, and I don't like that. That is not who I want to be. And though it's hard, Lord, forgive me and help me to do what you're asking me to do. And even this, the fifth commandment. So we lay ourselves before you right now, God. In Jesus' name. Amen.